When wine is on trial, the gossip is dishy. The judges are drunk. The verdicts are random. This is True Crimes Against Wine. I know you're gonna fucking punch me. You don't say grapes again. We've had like 50 million episodes at this point. Hello! Hi! Welcome to True Crimes Against Wine. I'm Tover. I'm Rachel. Rachel has been arrested for stalking celebrities twice since we launched launched this uh, podcast. Since we launched. <laughs> launched, launched this podcast. Topher has already gotten to the wine cellar. Woohoo! <laughs> Today we have some really interesting things to talk about, at least yes. from my end. Yes, 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 yes. I'm excited. First of all, I will go ahead and say I have never visited this wine region before. Okay, wh- what's our region? We are at the Leelanau Peninsula in Michigan. Ooh. I've never had a wine from here. I knew of it from a very cursory sort of thing where mm-hmm. it's like I had seen the name of it before and I knew that Michigan had wine country, but mm-hmm. I really didn't know anything about this. I don't think of Michigan as being a wine you, place. You really don't, do you? Yeah. No. One thing I will say is that, and this is going to play into once we do open this wine, which I okay. want you to wait just a second. Um, right. Is that this particular region has a very similar climate to a specific German wine region where okay. this wine is... Typically grown. Okay. It's very cold. Mm-hmm. Apparently, there are only, I want to say, like 126 or 146 days out of the year that aren't frost days. Oh, that sounds unpleasant. Yeah. Not only is it a very cold area mm-hmm. in general, mm-hmm. but it's also a very small peninsula that literally juts out into the middle of the Great Lakes, which think about like how cold That's, that wind and yeah, shit oh, must yeah. be constantly. Yeah. It's very specific types of wine that they grow there, and okay. this particular wine grows well there. I will say I didn't do a whole lot of research specifically into this area because there are only 25 wineries okay. in the entire region, and mm-hmm. I didn't want to get too deep in the you spoilers. Want to spoil the celebrity yes. for yourself, okay? But I got enough of like the gist of it, and then I did All a right. lot into the particular wine. So let's go ahead and open it. I am nervous about this wine being bad. Why? Again, it's my prejudice against a wine from Michigan. Okay. That's, I think of it as like fair. not going to be good. Or think of it as an adventure. Off. Also. Well, I mean, I'll drink anything. This is going to be an interesting experience because this is the first off dry wine, which means that it does have some residual sugar in it. It's going to have some sweetness. So to drink an entire bottle of this is going to be. Fun. Yeah. All right. Well, we will have headaches later, so that's fine. Oh, that's interesting. Okay. All right. Let's look at my pores. Not on my face. In our glasses. How even am I? Fairly. Oh. Yours says a little bit you, more. Oh, God, Topher. I swear to God, okay, you will never be pleased. There it goes. I wasn't getting the smell at first, and I was like, this wine has a very distinctive aroma to it. It's starting it's, to come through. It I'm might be a little too cold at the moment. Pear. Pear? Okay, that's great. Okay. As it warms up just a little bit, I think that you are going to find something that's a lot more, I don't want to say pungent because it has a negative connotation okay. to it, but a lot more... A bolder smell. Yes, a lot more boldly aromatic. We are drinking a Gewürztraminer. Ooh, say it one more time. Gewürztraminer. Dankeschön. <laughs> das ist gut, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Gewürztraminer is a white wine. Okay. Mm-hmm. I was going to gulp it, but I restrained. Don't I haven't even it. sipped it yet. Okay, sorry. Uh, you can go ahead and taste it if you okay, want. Yeah, let's yeah. do it. So it's a white wine. I know it takes you a minute to think about what you're tasting. It's a white wine, mm-hmm. and it originated in a village called Traman, which is actually in South Tyrol, which is a province in northern Italy where everyone speaks German. 
Interesting. Isn't that interesting? The population of that place, by the way, is 3,300. I want to go there. It sounds like a picturesque little town. We will take a trip. Let's do it. Okay. But the mayor of the town currently, I had to write his name down because it's the most German thing ever. Okay. What's his Are name? Are you ready for this? Yes. Wolfgang Oberhofer. <gasps> Herr Oberhofer. Herr Oberhofer. Oh my God. I love it so much. We're going to get kicked out if we go there. No, we're not. We're going to be delightful. Everyone's going to love us. Will they throw us a parade? Probably. Oh God, yes. Let's go. I mean, we're talking about like, who do you think has actually talked about their town on a famous podcast like ours? Nobody. Nobody. Yeah. Nobody. We're putting them on the map, basically. Honestly, they really owe us money for this. <laughs> or at least a trip to their <laughs> oh, town. No, no. Now we're like taking from the coffers. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. Ooh. Strong. Did you take a Rachel? I, no, I didn't. I just, I forgot for a second that it was going to be sweet. I like it. Okay. <laughs> Topher's got some feeling. I just need a second to readjust my brain to the fact that it wasn't going to be a really crisp, dry white one. It's not it's crisp not. or dry. It's not. It is sweet. It is. It's not the sweetest, however. No, I would say no. it's, I mean, for my taste, it's pretty damn sweet. This mm. is not something that I would normally gravitate towards. I don't know if I would pick out this flavoring, but so I like what is, it. So what is the flavoring? What are you getting from it? It does. I know you're going to fucking punch me. You don't say grapes again. We've had like 50 million episodes at this point. <laughs> but Topher. Oh, no. Again. It tastes like a really sweet green grape. It does. Okay. I'm not wrong about this. All right. Fact I'm going to give you I'm going to give you confirm. a half point. Can fact checker please confirm? Okay. Well, I guess I'm sharing my wine with fact checker now. I guess so. Not enough that you already poured lighter in my glass than in yours and now I've got to share my wine. Jesus. Fact checker, am I wrong about the grape taste to this wine? It's like a okay, I'm going to give you a half point because there is a okay. little bit of a Welch's white grape yes. juice See? to it. See? And I think that the sugar, the residual sugar in that contributes okay, to that. Okay, then sort of I thing. am right. Thank you. But part of <laughs> I fine. made okay. forcible cheers. <laughs> Mandatory cheers. But actually scientifically there is a reason behind that. Okay. What's the reason? So Gewürztraminer as a grape is actually genetically linked to lychee. Oh, okay. I can Which see that. Which is, you're going to be getting that aroma. Oh, I do like lychees. Um, I like them a lot. In the past, I've always had Gewürztraminers that were actually German. Mm -hmm. And they're extremely aromatic and perfumey. And mm -hmm. they actually, that lychee smell comes across a lot of times to me. And I know this sounds really weird. It's not going to sound great. But it <laughs> smells like your grandma's vanity table, like old lady perfume. Okay. You know what I'm saying? See, I think of old lady perfume as being more musty and artificial rose. Scented. Hmm. That is oftentimes what Gewürztraminer. Yeah. Oh, Gewürztraminer. Yeah. A little really? bit more floral, okay. not not like a fresh, not an artificial rose, but it does have a little bit of mustiness to it, mm -hmm. and then that mixed with more of kind of a very perfumey rose petal mm. sort of thing. It's interesting, but also that's kind of what lychees smell like as well. Well, okay. I wanted to go by the farmers market to get some lychees for us well, to smell side by nice. side. Why didn't but, you do that? Because then I realized, oh, Topher, you hate people, and I'm not going to the farmer's market at noon on a Sunday. You could have gone yesterday. No, I couldn't have. I was at the pool all day. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Jesus, Rachel. You upon your pool time. So this is basically a very cold-tolerant grape. Okay. But it's also very finicky in terms of you have to pick it at just the right time, because if you wait too long... Then it loses its acid structure and all mm. you're getting is sugar and sweet. But if you pick it too soon, then you're getting astringent, acidic thing. So it's a very delicate okay. balance as to making sure that it's a lush flavor, 
without sacrificing the nice acid structure that's cutting through that. You know okay. what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Okay. On that note, it, oh, it's 165 frost-free days, by the way, to circle oh, okay. Greek virtuaminer does best in alpine climates, such as Germany, Austria, Mendoza, which we talked about, yeah. mm -hmm. or the mountains of New Zealand, which okay. actually sounds kind of fun. Yeah, let's take a little trip and drink some hobbit wine. What can New Zealand not do, is exactly. my question. I mean, they really have it figured out it's there. It's so great. It's kind of like if you went to, what's that, like, Disney World Park where you have all the different, yeah, Epcot. it's like going to Epcot, but in terms of, like, climate and landscape. So New Zealand is the Epcot of the Pacific Ocean? That's what it sounds like to me. All right. Oh, okay. So I'm excited to guess about this one. Okay. And I'm gonna... I think the bottle will tell you who it is. Okay, but I won't look at the bottle yet. Okay. Here's my line of thinking. Okay. In the past, we've had wines from all over the place, yes. but they're all very well-known wine regions mm -hmm. that are very easily marketable, right? Mm -hmm. Like Sarah Jessica Parker doesn't have to be from New Zealand to have a New Zealand Sauvignon Blanc. Mm -hmm. That's going to sell itself. That's But that's is fine. she secretly from New Zealand all along? Is she a sheep? <gasps> is she oh a sheep? Oh my God, are there actual sheeple out there? Yes. Like for real And they're sheeple. in New Zealand. This is very much like the lizard people um, mm -hmm. conspiracy theory. Mm -hmm. There's only one way to find well, out. Well, you heard it here New first. New Zealand is run by sheeple. Yep. That's Topher's hot take. Anyway, so yeah. So this being from Michigan in such okay. an obscure wine region makes okay. me feel like it has to be some kind of hometown pride situation where it's somebody from, New so from Michigan. So who do you think it might be then? I feel who do like... you know from Michigan? Well, here's the thing. Okay. I feel like it's... Probably going to end up being like a hip hop star, somebody from Detroit. Okay. But the only person that I know of off the top of my head that is from mm -hmm. Michigan is Madonna. Okay. Well, let's. There's see. also, I think Eminem, but I, he might also be from Minnesota. I can't remember. You, you think Eminem is from Minnesota? I think it starts Don't with Don't you M. know? No, he is from Michigan. He is. Okay. He is from Detroit. Then I guess it, when, I don't know, because I don't see him doing. A Gewurztraminer, though, is the thing. Do you see Madonna doing Not necessarily, which is why maybe it's a hip-hop reference. I don't know. But I'm going to stick with Madonna just because she's the only person that I know. Okay. Well, let's let's unravel the bottle. Okay. And It's got a very classic Gewurztraminer shape to the bottle, it, by the way. This very it's slender. It's a tall, slender bottle. Uh, Chicone. Oh! Wait. No. Whose last name is Chicone. Is that Madonna's last yes, name? Yes, it is. Okay, I was like, wait, yeah. is it? It sounds super Italian. So this is not just a. Sh okay, wait. I was right. We need to cheers to that. Okay. This is the first guess well, I've you ever. Were kind of right. I mean, I was kind of right. It's not Madonna's wine. It's oh, her okay. dad's wine. Oh, in interesting. But honestly, she's the famous one, so who gives a shit? It's Madonna's wine. It's Madonna's dad. So does he own the vineyard? And so, well, let's take a look at this bottle. Okay. Okay, so... Light honey notes. I don't really get honey. I can see the honey. Okay. Light honey notes yield to flowers in the semi-dry white wine. Um, I will say the honey, to me, it's kind of blended with the flowers because it's more of like a white honeysuckle mm -hmm. sort of mm -hmm. flavor to it. Mm -hmm. We're not going to read the whole little thing because it's her dad, Silvio, who's dedicating this Such wine... Such an Italian name. I know it is. To his family and his parents worked straight up from Italy. Yeah. And he's also said, too, that like, he's made this wine to honor his daughter, even though, curiously, he does not mention her on the That is label. very curious that he doesn't mention her at all. Maybe she really likes Gewurztraminer. Maybe it's, like, some kind of Maybe. inside thing. I do think it's interesting. So Gewurztraminer, in the iterations that I've had it in the past, mm -hmm. are a little bit drier than this, which is typical for okay. it being a European iteration. But it's also usually only, like, 10.5 to 11% alcohol. 
This is 13% alcohol. Oh boy. To put that into Here perspective, most of the Sauvignon Blancs that we've had mm-hmm. have been 12, 12.5% alcohol. So this episode's going to get real fun real fast. Probably, yeah. Okay, cool. And I'm also going to get my my silly straw here. Describe your silly straw for our listeners, because it's, again, this is an audio. It medium. is. So it's orange. It's allegedly supposed to be a rocket ship. Mm-hmm. It is not. It is a penis and balls. Let's just be clear oh, on that. These silly straws will fall out of the glass. Yeah, it doesn't really work it with wine glasses. But yes, a, one of our fans... Thank a you. Benjamin decided to send this to us after hearing our latest episode that had aired at the time, talking about how we needed silly straws. And Thank so, you, Ben. Yeah. I love it. Mine is a pair of lopsided boobs. Yep. It's pretty fantastic. Mm-hmm. It also kind of looks like a snowman who passed out drunk. That That's appropriate. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, so I would like to thank Ben for sending us these and let him know that because you sent us a gift, you are now at the top of our fan club. You are the president. Yes. Acting president. And there if, are a lot of responsibilities there that come are. with this. Now, if anybody else wants to become president, <gasps> you do still have a chance. You just have to send us a better gift. Ooh, let's have like a really dirty campaign between the two of them. Should we create it like an Amazon wish list too? Oh, yeah, I think we should actually. <laughs> let's do that. That okay. seems easier. That is easier. But maybe not as cutthroat. Yeah. Mm. Okay, we'll say mm-hmm. drinking through the silly straw is fun. It's very but difficult to moderate. But the wine is harder. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to set aside the silly straw for the moment. So fact and checker likes to... Oh, yeah. Well, go ahead. I was just going to say, fact checker likes to play this game when we go to like dive bars uh-huh. where he'll ask them what the shittiest white wine or whatever they have is, oh, which I mean, we're at a dive bar. So it's if they even bad. have wine, yeah. It's got to be real bad. And he makes them fill up a pint glass with ice and then fill it up with white wine. And then they do... They're like wine bombs, I want to say he calls them or something. You have to like chug them as fast as you can. And whoever finishes first wins. But nobody wins. Through a silly straw. Yeah. Yeah. What? So yeah, what do you win in this scenario? A a headache. A blackout. Oh, yes. You win a blackout. You get banned. Okay. (laughs) Is that how he lives his life? That's how Fact Checker rolls. He just wants to get banned from every dive bar. It's a goal. You gotta collect them all. But he's like, Topher, I'm so sorry I can't go out with you because I've been banned. I'm like, again? Uh. Uh. All right, well. So Madonna. So Madonna is from Michigan. Yes. Which She's part is she from? Bay City. I don't know where okay. in Michigan. I I'm assuming it's on the water. I didn't bother looking it up. It's I a, would assume. It's a lovely little hamlet overlooking the lake. Yes. She was born 1958. Oh, shit. Yeah. Wow. Madonna's old. She's old as fuck. Yeah. I mean, technically, she's only like five years older than my mom. So. Yeah. I mean, Madonna. Yeah, she's old. Um, <laughs> so her full name is Madonna Louise Ciccone. I do remember finding out only a couple of years ago that Madonna was not her stage name, that it's actually yeah, her, it's real, her name. real name. It's and actually, I actually really liked that. because It's I was actually like, oh. her mom's name. Cute. Her mom named her after herself. That seems to be kind of a custom with a lot of Italian Her uh, mom is French-Canadian. Oh, weird. Like your favorite person. Celine. Wait, her yes. mom is Celine Dion? Yeah, her mom is Celine Dion. Interesting. Yeah. And That's then she where Madonna her. gets her musical talent from. Oh, I mean, it's undeniable, the, yes. the connection there. No, but Madonna, yeah, it was an unusual name. Her dad's side of the family is Italian. Her mm-hmm. grandparents did immigrate from Italy. So very Italian family, like very traditional Catholic, yeah. did all that stuff. She's in the middle of, of six kids. 
that I mean that tracks she's got two, two very older siblings, two older brothers than Madonna, and then she's got a younger sister and younger brothers too. I find it really strange, and I think this is it's an interesting cultural thing for a lot of Protestant families. Mm-hmm. Naming people after religious figures is obviously normal. You've got Peter, Paul, Thomas, Matthew, Mark, mm-hmm, Luke, mm-hmm, John, all of them. Mm-hmm. But to actually do them after somebody that's considered holy, like you would never find in a Protestant home a Jesus or a Jesus or Right, Jesus. that's a Catholic deal. Yeah. yeah, and so it's always funny to me that Madonna is an okay thing to do because it goes against what I was brought up in. It feels sacrilegious so in So you're a saying sense, it's you know? wrong? No, I'm just saying that it's always interesting to me to observe the differences. So Tepher said interesting and he did a lot of ear quoting. No, I'm just giving you a hard time. We're friends. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Sadly, Madonna's mom died when she was just five years old. Oh, wow. Yeah. Her mom had breast cancer. She didn't really understand what was going on. And then her mom died. Her dad remarried just a couple years later and had two more children. So Madonna has a lot of siblings and a couple yeah. of siblings. But that strained her relationship with her dad. Hence the song, Papa Don't Preach, maybe. Oh. Some conjecture. It's strained because he remarried? Yeah, and she didn't want him to. Okay, she's first also, of all, get over it. You were five years old when this happened. Oh, like, get over your mother's tragic death. I'm just saying your father does He's not going to like, his life doesn't stop and end just because he went he through this tragedy. He did marry one of the women who was kind of like their housekeeper. Well, love is love. <laughs> I mean, that's very, that's very classist of you to find any kind of fault with that, Rachel. Oh, let's turn it around on me. Okay. Yep. I mean, you just got me with the whole Catholic Protestant thing. Sure, that's fair. So yeah, she had a, a strained relationship with her dad. I think her... Mother's death and then this tough relationship with her father led to a lot of these themes that we see running through Madonna's life and career. Especially because she was very young when she came out as a star, basically, when she broke out, as it were. And she She kind of had a rebellious figure. She's very rebellious. Yeah. Well, and she said, too, like, as a kid, she would start doing things to seek out attention Mm -hmm. and also kind of shock. That she said she also just kind of has that personality. I mean, I mean we've seen the trajectory. Yeah. yeah. But she said she would do handstands while she wore her school uniform, which is a skirt. So like it would fall down like her underwear would show to all the kids in the class. I'm okay. Like, oh well, first God. of all, that's hilarious. I, I mean, that is kind of hilarious. But <laughs> I mean, she's probably a nightmare too. I'm sure she was in a Catholic school run by nuns. I don't know, but I mean, very Catholic upbringing though. Yeah. I don't know if she went to public school or Catholic school, but she was a cheerleader yeah. and a straight A student. Oh. Yeah. That doesn't actually surprise me. She seems like a very intelligent She's very person. savvy. Yeah. But she went to New York in 1978. She said she only had $35 on her when she moved to New York, which... Okay, wait. So, 1958. 19- she's, she's 20. 20. Okay. Yeah. That's actually older than I thought she was when she broke out. I thought she was like a teenager. No. Mm-mm. Interesting. Okay. Mm-mm. She moved to New York with just $35 in her pocket. She was studying dance and music. She took classes at, like, the Alvin Ailey dance group and was learning to dance and all that. And she also started a band called The Breakfast Club, where she played guitar and drums in the band. Cute. Before she was like, no, I'm going to do my solo shit. I don't think that I was aware that she played instruments like that. Yeah, I, I, I didn't saw her as really more of a vocalist. Just, yeah. And she's, you know, we'll talk about her vocal abilities. Well, it's a very unique sound. Yeah. We'll, we'll talk about that later. So she started getting really heavily involved in music and performing. And then she was on the American Bandstand. And that really led to more exposure for her. And then okay. her getting a record deal and coming out in the 80s with like a virgin and material yeah. girl. Like all those huge iconic songs. Yeah. That really launched her career. And she started her first tour in 85. Was Like a Virgin the first one that came out? Like, yeah. Was that her breakout mm-hmm. That was her the name of her first album. Too. Okay. Mm-hmm. So that really launched her on a big level. And I remember even being a kid in the 80s. She was already a huge star in the 80s. So I remember my aunt telling me at one point Mm -hmm. that 
basically Cindy Lauper was supposed to be what Madonna became because mm-hmm. they were kind of doing the same thing at the same time. I think yeah. Cindy Lauper was a little bit younger, maybe because I feel like she actually was a teenager. I don't, I don't think Cindy Lauper sure. was a. I think uh, she was an adult. Well, I think that maybe Cindy Lauper had started earlier because she be. already she already had some things could be some songs out when Madonna broke out, mm-hmm. and Madonna just not necessarily overshadowed her completely, but definitely like the roles got switched she, when Madonna like came. Onto the scene, she was a huge star immediately. Mm-hmm. There was no like, oh, I've been around for years and years. Yeah. Or like, I listened to Madonna before she was cool. It, it was, just happened. It, yeah. But it's interesting fast. because I think that Cyndi Lauper at the time, like when you think about Girls Just Want to Have Fun, right. she was kind of trying to do that rebellious pop star kind of thing. But Girls Just Want to Have Fun is more of a cutesy song. It is cutesy. And then compare that to like a virgin. That's what I think they kids probably heard that and they were like, oh, this is actually rebellious. Well, because right Madonna here. always was like pushing the boundaries yes. from the beginning. Yes. Obviously, like a virgin is very sexual and a material girl, not so much. No, but that's such a great song. It's such a perfect 80s song. I love too. it so much. But even like Papa Don't Preach. I mean, that's. I mean, it's talking about like getting like she... pregnant unexpectedly and like, yeah. hey, dad, don't be mad at me. Didn't she have a performance in Rome of that and she dedicated that song to the Pope? Well, the, on po- her the tour? Pope has gotten mad at her a few times. Yeah. John Paul II, Pope. Yeah. Well, he's dead now, so whatever. Whatever. But that also makes me <laughs> wonder like what his family. <laughs> Siri. So my watch just pulled up. Okay, look at the picture that my watch pulled up. Oh, God. What is he even doing? I don't know. He's like, like he's hugging kissing something? like a saxophone or something. Oh, I don't was, know. Wait, was he in a band too? Oh, was that why he was so mad at Madonna? Seriously. Her band got more famous than his yep. and he was like, fuck this, I'm going to be Pope instead. He got like a call to ask <laughs> if he wanted to have this amazing performance opportunity. He's like, fuck yeah. And they were like, you get to open for Madonna. And he's like, again? He's like, hell no. <laughs> hell hath no... Fury, like the Pope scorned. Like the Pope scorned, yeah. So what do you think her family thought about all of that? I think there was a lot of, from what I've read, she seems to have a hot, cold relationship with her family. She has a lot of siblings. She has the half-siblings, so I think there's some distance there with some of the stuff. And her brother, maybe like a decade ago, wrote a book about I feel like I remember hearing about that. Like, My Life with My Sister Madonna. And she was like... What the fuck, dude? You didn't ask me if this was okay. Yeah. So there, and how much of it was even accurate if she left home at twenty and right? You know, so like there, that. there is strain there. I don't think they're yeah. estranged necessarily, but I don't think they're particularly close. Either. Do you think that this wine was a half-hearted attempt on the dad's Honestly, part? Honestly, yeah, yeah, her dad. That's why she's not even on the label because it was like an after-the-fact thing where he's like, "Oh, but look, I made this wine or, for you." Or maybe he thought if you put her name on it, she'd get mad and I'd be like, "Oh, and you think have he to was marketing." My name. Yeah. yeah. That actually could be. That honestly, that could be. In which case, like, okay, that could be like a respectful choice. Yeah, because it would be him capitalizing on. Yeah, I mean, that would be, that'd be fair. So once she moved to New York, she just started doing her own thing with music. Mm-hmm. She starred in movies in the 80s too with Desperately Seeking Susan. Um, who else was in that? It was Patricia Arquette. Is that right? Who? Oh, Rosanna Arquette. Rosanna Arquette. Yes, yeah, I think it that's was. right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Although I do love it Patricia was, Arquette. I love them all. All the Arquettes. Well, maybe David Arquette's the least one. He seems like a dummy. (laughs) Sorry. I know he's listening because he won't stop writing us letters. Oh, my God, right? He's like, I like wine, too. Love (laughs) David Arquette. Yes. Okay. Oh, sorry, David Arquette. I don't trust you. You were married to Courtney Cox, and then you blew it all. Uh, Your mistake. Maybe it was just kind of a farsight situation where he was like, at some point, 
in the 2000s. She is going to fuck her face up so bad for plastic surgery. But it looks better now. It's settling. Because she stopped. Just stopped. Yeah, you yeah. Do have to stop. You have to stop at a certain point. Oh, and we'll talk about Madonna's face too. Her current face is really can, scary. Can I just say too? Yes. Okay, when we were talking about Sarah Jessica Parker, we referenced Helen Hunt because mm-hmm. they were in that movie together. Mm-hmm. Girls just want to have fun. Actually, this is like full, full circle. Full circle. Last night I watched a new movie. It came out in 2019. Mm-hmm. A psychological thriller with Helen Hunt. Mm-hmm. It was a very cute movie. Okay. Definitely along the lines of this is a small shitty ass town. Very stark and a horrible crime happens and you know, <gasps> things like that. Yeah. Very. You love a good murder. Yeah. And very just on brand with what is happening right now in terms of film trends mm-hmm. for crime, like the mayor of Eastwick and. The what? Mayor of East Easterton. Yes. <laughs> Did you say the mayor of Eastwick? Mayor of Eastwick. Okay. So you're mixing up the witches of Eastwick. And Mayor of Easttown, which okay. are very different things. Well, tell me you wouldn't watch that hybrid movie. I totally would. About a cr- crime-solving witch. Okay, we're trademarking that. <laughs> Hollywood, we've got a pitch for you. Yes, is Jack Nicholson still going to be... The- no, he can go away. Okay, I don't care for him. Oh, okay. Um. Anyway, <laughs> back to what I was saying. So, Helen Hunt was in it. Okay, I the forgot scariest the point. part of uh-huh. this entire movie was Helen Hunt's face. Have you seen it recently? No. Oh, Did she get weird stuff done? It's so bad. It's oh, that's so bad. Do you remember when Renee Zellweger got her face done for the first time? Ooh, yeah. I think she went to the same doctor. Why do they do that? They have I money. Don't know. I don't know. It's weird, too, because it didn't actually get rid of any of the wrinkles. Mm-hmm. Like, she's still got wrinkles around her mouth and her okay. eyes. It just stretched her face so tight. It's a different face now. Okay, quick question for you, and then we'll get back to Madonna. I'm going to have Fact Checker pull up a okay. picture of yes. Bullet Hunt. We each get to pick a plastic surgery for the other person. Okay. It's not going to be good. Okay. What do you pick for me? And for like you? A, like a real plastic surgery that actually exists. Not like the hands on the fingers like we've discussed before. I don't understand why that's not. Also, fingers for nipples. I don't understand why that's not okay, a Okay, but a real plastic surgery. Right. But it's not. The results are going to be bad. What okay. do you pick for me? Are we talking actual Could be face mainstream body. plastic surgeries or yes. things like... I give you cat ears or No, 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 no. It's mainstream. Okay. But it's just poorly done. You get to pick one thing for me and I get to pick one for you. I would give you a massive nose reduction where you have (gasps) a teeny tiny nose. Like a Michael Jackson nose. But it like collapses in on itself? Yeah. Okay, that's really cute. I'd give you... (laughs) You look like an anime character. It'd be so cute. Oh, I would. I'm going to give you really, really bad lip fillers Ooh, where they're lumpy. Like lumpy? Yeah, they're overly inflated and they're mm-hmm. just very, very lumpy. Where you kind of feel like you want to help the person out by pinching their lips yeah, to try you, and like, redistribute so it. Yeah, you squeeze it out. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Okay. I think we'll be a beautiful pair. I think so. <laughs> All right. Cheers to Cheers that. Cheers to that. Yeah. Cheers to bad plastic surgery. Oh, no, Helen Hunt. Why she did you like do that? She looks like a skeleton version of herself, she right? She does look like a skeleton. Yeah. Oh, Helen Hunt. And she wasn't able to express any emotion at oh. all on her face. So it was very unfortunate. Helen Hunt. That makes me sad. I know, because I love her. I really do. <sighs> Twister is a classic. It's one of my favorites. All right. So. So. Back to Madonna. Back to Madonna. So she started in these movies, like, around the same time her music career was really exploding. Mm-hmm. She was in Dick Tracy. You remember her being in that? I've never seen it. Do you know a movie called A League of Their Own? I do know A League do of Their you? Own. Gina Davis. Yep. And Madonna and shit, just a bunch of people. A Tom Hanks, of, obviously. Tom Hanks, obviously. Uh, but there were, yeah, it was Lori like Lori Petty. Yes. Rosie O'Donnell. Yes. Mm-hmm. Loved her in that. Oh. Cute, cute, cute. That era of films 
where Rosie O'Donnell was in so many different things is one of my favorites. There's nothing that will cheer me up faster or, you know, when you're sick and you have like that day at home and you just want to put on things that you can kind of like doze in and out. Yeah. They're good comfort movies. They really are. Like the early 90s seemed like a simpler, comfortable time. Like all of the rom-coms from that time Mm -hmm. period or the ones that That are like- That was a good time for rom-coms. Yes. And even like the romantic dramas, like How to Make an American Quilt and things like that. I don't know that movie. With Winona Ryder. What? This sounds like a fever dream you had. No, it's totally a real thing. This sounds like you were sick with a fever and you had a quilt on you while you watched The Crucible and you just conflated all of this. <laughs> I in The Crucible now. <laughs> Completely different. Um, and you're like, Winona Ryder. No, you need quilt. to watch How to Make an American Quilt. It's a Who really cute movie. It? Like all of the people from that time period. Cito from It's basically up. like an Aiden Quinn. It's not actually Aiden Quinn, but... I do have a soft spot for Aiden Quinn. A uh, Benny and June, Aiden Quinn and Benny that. And June. That's one of my favorite movies. Yes. I think Love that. Got... That's one of Julianne Moore's first really? films. Yeah, she plays. Well, we will talk about waitress. a film that Madonna and Julianne Moore were both in. Oh, interesting. Okay, yes, I'm excited that for that. Okay, is an American Quilt a real movie? Yep. Ellen Burstyn. Ellen Burstyn. And Bancroft. Jesus. Maya Angelou. <gasps> Alfred Woodard. Woodard. My... What? Gene Simmons. What? <laughs> a different one not the uh, one from kiss <laughs> dermot maroney dermot maroney oh oh samantha mathis yeah lois smith rip torn oh okay you did not make it up my apologies to you thank Taylor. you i appreciate that okay on that note we should probably fill up mm-hmm. and i've got a little surprise for you today uh-oh i've got two cross-examinations oh shit are we starting that already yep would you like cross-examination one or cross-examination two I'm going to go with two for number two, Alec. Because you're pooping? (laughs) All right. You know Madonna is iconic. This is not a very perfumey wine. No, but I like it so far. Part of the fun of the Gewürztraminer is really having that like... Keep saying the name of it. Gewürztraminer. You're doing well. Gewürztraminer, Gewürztraminer, Gewürztraminer. Oh no, beetle just appeared. (laughs) (laughs) It's just like a giant grape. Yeah. Yeah. So we're going to talk about... The people Madonna has dated or been in relationships with. Oh, okay. And you're going to tell me if this is real or I made it up. I only know like one. So Who do you know? Well, we're gonna right. do, I, I need to at least have one guaranteed point here. So I'm not going to okay. like show my entire hand. Well, fine then. You don't want to play fair. <laughs> what? Play, and by play fair, I mean play to Rachel's rules. <laughs> <laughs> that changed constantly. <laughs> I on think that is reasonable. Fact checker agrees with me. Mm-hmm. All right. So Madonna was with Sean Penn. Yes. That's true. Yeah. That's the one that I know. Okay, I was, about, I was like, that's awesome. Um, they were together in, from 85 to 89. They oh, really did get married. So okay. like right at the height of her fame, it was actually while she was on tour, they got married. And I didn't realize that she was that young. Oh, her. yeah. He, that is, I don't know the details about their relationship, well, but that doesn't surprise me. It's a bummer, me. but like terrible, terrible allegations of physical abuse. So. So and, he can go. He can go fuck himself. Yeah, exactly. He does give me that vibe of like somebody I don't know how he is now as a person but he gives me that vibe of like he's that, I think he's still period. a shithead really he's married to fact checker please tell me if I'm correct on this Vincent D'Onofrio's daughter who's like in her 20s ew uh, yeah and Sean Penn's like 50 like late 50s if not early 60s he's gotta be like early 60s yeah. if Madonna was born in 58 yeah but yeah Sean Penn's a shithead he can go suck a dick yep he is married to Vincent D'Onofrio's daughter who's in her 20s I don't know who that Do you is know that well, you know, you know Vincent D'Onofrio if I showed you a picture of him. Okay. Do you know that Charlize Theron was dating Sean Penn and she ghosted him? 
Oh, good for her. Yeah, good for her. You know what I like to think? She should make a wine. Oh, God. I would love that. If Dave that. Matthews can do it, you can do it, Charlize. Well, Charlize can do anything. It's just a yes. question of whether or not she wants to. I don't see why she wouldn't, especially because now we get to talk about her. Charlize, I think you really do want to make a wine. Charlize, you know you want to. Please do it. But can I yeah. just say, in my fantasy world here, mm-hmm. I feel like Charlize dated him because she had heard a bunch of stories about how he had treated people that she knew and so it was a whole revenge plot yes i think so i think that she went and mm. she was like oh, i'm gonna make him fucking fall in love with me and then I, I'm gonna fucking break his heart i would really like that i would like to see the movie that is made about this where Charlize plays herself breaking oh i would watch it yeah for sure all right next person okay wayne gretzky do you know who that is he's a football player nope he's hockey. an athlete hockey he is an athlete okay. he plays hockey Hockey is big in Michigan. It is big in Michigan. And her mom was French Canadian. And hockey's really big there too. So it seems plausible. Okay, give your answer. I'm going to say no. I don't see her like following that. Okay, good job. I I was the trick. Ooh. Good job. Celebratory sip. All right, Tupac Shakur. That seems out of left field. Tell me why. I just don't, I don't know. I just don't see that their worlds would cross in that way. You don't think so? She would have had to have been very young. Okay. Because what year did Tupac die? He died 95 or 96. Okay. Mid-90s. If they did date, I would say that it was a very brief dalliance. I don't see it being a long-term thing. What's long-term for you? More than six months. Okay. You're wrong. Oh, shit. Really? They dated for a year. Oh, my God. Okay. Right before his death. Wow. I did not know that. Yep. And there are stories out there like she wanted to have his baby, which who knows if that's been confirmed. Papa, don't preach. I'm in trouble. That's how Madonna yeah. sounds. And um, having his baby. That's Madonna. Good job. Yeah. So like a couple of years ago, somebody was auctioning off some of Tupac's personal things, which included some personal letters that he and Madonna exchanged. And she tried to sue that person. So like, hey, that's my private shit. And the person's like, no, you signed this agreement with me years ago and you said it was okay. Oh, So Madonna fuck. lost that lawsuit. Honestly, she should have remembered that she'd signed that paper, and also she should have just tried to buy the letters. Honestly, yeah. She has the money. But also, Don't you that's the kind of like, yeah, I was going to yeah, say, that's the kind of petty shit that if I were a rich person, I would totally, I'd be like, oh my God, Rachel, we have to go to this auction. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'd like totally read them and like put them on the internet for free for everybody to be like, look at this bullshit. That's I so mean, when crazy. she says for free, it would be a subscription service. I mean, it's only thousands of dollars. That's practically free. Yeah. It's hardly any money. Yeah, exactly. Right? All right. Justin Timberlake. Okay, here's the thing. Mm -hmm. I do feel like I remember at some point there being some tabloid shit about a May-December romance where she was the December. Yeah. But I don't remember who it was. As she has gotten older, she has dated younger men. Yeah. Which she's fucking Madonna. Like, why not? Yeah. I'm going to say True. Wrong. Ah, damn it. Although he wasn't one of her videos from like the 2000s. Mm. See, you get tricky with those these things. Like you <laughs> yeah, you sure tap into do. like half memories that I have and then you like fill in the blanks. Yeah. David Blaine. The magician. That's, oh, okay. Well, it, you mispronounced Copperfield. Different people. Yes. Yes, she did. <sighs> okay. David Blaine also dated Fiona Apple for quite a bit. Hmm. Yes. So he, he likes the musicians. Fact checker, that is true. This is my job. Why do you both question me on this? (laughs) I mean, technically, you could be lying about all of this. Yeah, I could. You know, I'm not even a wine expert. (laughs) What? This is a Riesling, not a Gewürztraminer. Honestly, I would have no way of knowing. You could have been just spouting total bullshit, and you could have gotten, like, all of our fans in on, like, don't tell Rachel. 
But this is so, a big prank. So brief segue here mm-hmm. about being a wine expert. When I go out places with Fact Checker, uh-huh. it's a douchebag thing to tell someone that you're a sommelier, right? Like it's just... Oh, it totally It's a douchebag thing. So I don't do that because it's just not... But I think you should totally pull that card. <gasps> Make business cards. <laughs> no. I will not. Fact Checker, will you do it on his behalf? Thank you. Okay. So I try and find other ways to... To drop hints? To That's drop... worse, Topher. No, it's not. No, here's my reasoning. No, here's my reasoning. It's because Fine. being in the service industry for so long, especially mm-hmm. being a sommelier, I have been in so many situations where mm-hmm. I'm out to dinner mm-hmm. and the server's trying to bullshit me and upsell me on something that is not worth it. Mm. And so what I need to do is establish immediately... Dominance. Yeah, basically, but but not in a douchey way. And so one of the ways to do that is to pronounce things correctly. No, but do you like make yourself bigger as you stand on the table? Um, I wear very them? large feathery collars that are twice the size of my body. And I kind of like vibrate them as I squat on the table and make like really kind of noises. Yeah. I love this. So you're kind of like those dinosaurs that flare out. And Very much so, yes. But it works. They don't, they don't bother me after that. <laughs> Of course it works. You act like a fucking dinosaur. <laughs> I spit venom at them. You no. should, though, honestly. But, like, one of the ways that I can do that. So a recent example mm-hmm. is Fact Trek and I were out for my birthday. Mm-hmm. And there was this one particular wine that I was very excited because he'd never had it before. Okay. I don't see it on a lot of lists. Mm-hmm. And we, it was called Barefoot Wine. <laughs> it was not. Mm. We were having some Filipino seafood as our entree. Ooh which has very rich flavors to it, you know? Mm-hmm. And so I found this amazing Greek red okay. that is called Iritiko. Nice. It's spelled not at all like it because sounds. Of because of Greek letters. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, it's all Greek to you. <laughs> and it's a beautiful terroir-driven, slightly salty, mm-hmm. very deeply flavored Tastes red like wine. like the ocean. It's amazing. Like a rocky coast. It's amazing with seafood, which mm-hmm. I know is not your thing, but bear with me. Okay. So... My whole thing was, I'm going to be able to order this wine so that the server knows that you I know. know what I'm talking about, right? Okay, okay. I get up to go to the bathroom. Mm-hmm. Fact checker orders the wine. Mm-hmm. Obviously, fact checker does not know how to pronounce it, so he just points to it. Mm-hmm. Next That's thing, fair. Next thing I know. That's how I order. So I come back. Order by pictures. Mm-hmm. Order by pictures. Mm-hmm. We were at Olive Garden. <laughs> No, we, were at this, we were at this really nice restaurant that you need to go to soon. Okay. It's amazing. We'll talk about it later. Anyway, so I come back from the bathroom and the one of the managers comes by the table mm-hmm. and is speaking to <laughs> which is fine because he he's the one who fact ordered checker. the wine. Mm-hmm. Speaking to fact checker. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> bleep that, Andrew. Speaking to bleep. Bleep. And so <laughs> is informing him that they unfortunately do not have that bottle in stock. However, we have these other two bottles and start to describe them. One is this beautiful Spanish wine that has all of the notes that you're looking for and blah, blah, blah. And it's mm-hmm. from this region. And I'm like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So you are selling me a bottle of wine that is $35 more expensive than the bottle that I had before, which $35 is not a huge amount of money, but that's a really big jump. And, also, big jump, yeah. and also the wine that he was suggesting as a replacement. Not good. It's not that it wasn't good, but it had nothing to do with the wine that I ordered okay. before. There's not mm-hmm. a similarity at all. Mm-hmm. And it's not something that I would have paired with what we ordered. Mm-hmm. And then the other option was 
Or we have something with a screw top if you're looking for something that's a little bit more budget friendly. <gasps> Rude. Right? So my point is, I'm not going to walk into a restaurant and say, I'm a sommelier. I'm certified. You should be like listening to what I say. What I am going to do is drop subtle things like I know how to say fucking Ayuritico and pronounce it correctly. Mm-hmm. Which, by the way, this manager did not pronounce that one correctly when he was telling us that they didn't have it. But then how would he know that you're saying it correctly if he doesn't know how to say it? Because the way that he was saying it was stupid. And the way that I but was saying it... But does he know that? Well, he would have learned. Like, excuse me, I don't think you know that you're stupid. So let me tell you. Yeah, that's basically what I'm trying to do in subtle ways when okay. I go to restaurants. New, new plan. You go to a fancy restaurant with Fact Checker. You order the most esoteric, weird-ass wine on the menu. Okay, well, those are a lot of judgmental descriptors, but... That's fine. I stand behind them. Um, (laughs) When the server and or manager comes over to, like, talk to you about it, you just slide them an envelope, a sealed manila folder. No, an envelope. Let's say envelope. That's more spy-ish. Okay. You know what I mean. And you say, just open this. And you Mm -hmm. have them open it. And it just says, I know wine... Don't ask any questions. Don't ask any questions. P.S. I'm a sommelier. P.P.S. I have a hit podcast. P.P.P.S. And that's called viral marketing. (laughs) Is that how that works? Mm -hmm. I don't give them the name of the podcast. I just. You make them work for it. Oh, yeah. yeah. Because they've been shamed. Play hard to get. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's kind of you give and you take. You give and you take. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. And then you just stand there with your arms folded. Yeah. You rise from your seat. I want you to stand. You're not being, you're not seated. Am I doing 80s business lady power pose? Yes, you have. Yes. And you have your shoulder pads on. I do have a lot of outfits with shoulder pads. Okay, but not the outfit, just a pad. Just the pad. Just the pad. Sitting on top of the outfit. Correct. They do not match, by the way. Like that weird, like. What's kind of a weird cream color? Yeah, they're that weird, like how foam becomes discolored over time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it definitely is a fire hazard. I am definitely going to take your plan into consideration. And in the meantime, I'll just keep using what works as I try and wrap my head around the intricacies and genius of your plan. I think my plan will work. I don't know why you won't try it. Okay. Anyway, back to Madonna. All right, more questions for you. So, you know about A League of Their Own? Yeah. She dated Tom Hanks. Hmm. Really? They met on set and they dated. Well, I'm glad that Tom Hanks ended up with Rita Wilson. Oh, so you're saying this is true? Oh, I forgot that I was being quizzed. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no, it's not true. I don't okay, think it's true. Okay, you're right. Salvatore okay. said. Good. I was about to be really disappointed in Tom okay. Hanks. Vanilla Ice. Mm. See, you already got me with the Tupac thing. No. You don't know. Yes. Okay. Yep. Oh, shit. She really? did date him. Yeah. And he appears in her sex book. I didn't know she had a sex book. Oh, my God. Topher, where were you in the... On a cult. You were in a cult. Sorry. That's where you were in the 90s. I was in a cult slash daycare. Dennis Rodman. You know who he is, right? I do know who Dennis Rodman is. Okay. I'm going to say that's a little out there even for Madonna. Wrong. Take a drink. Wow. This is rapid fire. Mm Mm-hmm. All right. Lenny Kravitz. Uh, Yes. No. No. Wrong. God damn it. They dated in early 90s. I thought for sure you wouldn't have uh, three in a row. Willem Dafoe. Yes. Nope. God. Although they were in a movie together. I mean, we'll talk about that movie because it's my favorite thing ever about Madonna. Okay. All right, last one. Warren Beatty. Who is not the billionaire. No, he was in Dick Tracy. That's not Warren Buffett. No. Warren Beatty has kind of a weird face, right? Um, if Like you... it's kind of flat and puffy at the same time. Okay. I'm trying I can, to think of who I this person is. 
the quick, 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 sure, quick, yes, quick, yes, quick. yes, yes, yes. Yep. Okay. They, did. they were rumored today. <laughs> Wait, that's different. <laughs> okay. Well, I mean, it was like kind of unconfirmed, but yeah, the kind of they dated. All mm-hmm. right. She also dated somebody else that we've talked about on oh. this podcast before. Okay. Remember when we talked about um Gerard Depardieu? Oh God, no. Fuck him. We talked about Brad Pitt and Angelina Jolie. Yeah. And their various dalliances yeah, yeah, throughout yeah. time. Angelina dated model Jenny Shimizu. And Madonna was also rumored to have dated Jenny Shimizu. Interesting. hmm I mean, I could see them showing up at the same parties together today. Too. Yeah, it wasn't ever, like, super confirmed, but, like, it was going on. Who was Madonna dating when she got her fake British accent? Guy Ritchie. Well, they got yes. married. Yes. Yeah. Okay. That's yeah. the other person that I was thinking of in my Yeah, head. they got married, and they had a son together, and they adopted another kid together. Gotcha. All right. Another fun rumor, which, again, is really hard to see if it was true or not. She was rumored to have dated JFK Jr. Oh, wouldn't that be I can so bananas? I can see that happening, though. I like, can see it happening, before too. he was with, what was her name? She was a princess. No. No. Yeah. No, not his wife. Who are you thinking of? What was her name? Mebla. I don't know. I forget his wife's name that he died in the. She wasn't crash the. Path. Yeah, yeah, no. She wasn't a princess. She was too. She's not a princess. She's an American. She was a Razadwell. What? A Razadwell. No. Fact checker, please tell me that I'm right. Okay. Yes, she was a princess. No. Yep. I don't think that that's right. What we'll are you? I'm looking. I'm looking it up right now. <laughs> anyway. While Topher continues to be wrong, I'll continue to tell our listeners facts about Madonna. Carolyn Bissett Kennedy was her name. She's not a princess. She's just rich. Was he married? Well, he wasn't married before. That was his only marriage. But there's like a there's a, some sort of like connection with them and like a royal well, a family. marriage. That's what a marriage is, Topher. I hate when you, you connect so yourself to another person. Much no, you, right you now. love me. She's I'm going to figure this mystery out at some point. And, he yeah. never will. So let's talk about Madonna's sex book. How do what? you not know about this? Is it like a, a how-to, a tell-all, it was a, a coffee like, table it was, book? It was a coffee table oh book. Oh, my God. A sexy pictures. Fact checker, do you remember this being a thing? Oh, yeah. So this is like, okay, so after Madonna first came on the scene, she had her stuff. And she also, like, she always did, like, the sexy rebellious thing right but in the early 90s she fully embraced like no i'm just gonna be like full-on sex this was like during her time when she would do like weird not weird but different takes on like marilyn monroe kind of this was before no oh okay okay so yeah that's the sex bug oh wow oh wow they're very explicit yeah they're very explicit images she's sucking her thumb yeah probably I think she's sucking your middle finger, actually. Could be. That'd be more on brand for her. Oh, my God. There's somebody eating her out. Yeah. So these images are with, like, her and different people and other people being, like, Okay, very... but that's, that's, like, a different take on Marilyn Monroe. Well, she... No. She, okay, so Material Girl was, like, her homage to Marilyn Monroe. Yeah. But she kind of went through that period girl. where she, she like... She had her hair kind of like that, but it wasn't, like, I'm trying to be Marilyn Monroe. Oh, I always thought that it was, like, a... It started off in, like, Material Girl, like, the okay. video she was recreating, like, the Diamonds Are Girl's Best Friend look from Marilyn. But um, the sex book is very explicit, and there is a huge outcry, and that's when she was also doing, like, very explicit 
songs as well. Honestly, if you start out your career doing songs like like a virgin and Papa Don't Preach and shit like that, then like she was I just feel like there should it. be she yeah, was pushing you it. know that there's gonna be a trajectory constantly. Right. It of, wasn't like, like a total surprise. I don't understand why people get shocked by things just because they want to be shocked by things, I think. Well, like so she had the book sex and then that was like her whole image was being like overtly sexy and it was kind of teetering into like bondage and S and M. Right. Which for the early nineties to is be, a lot. Was a lot. But also is probably one of the reasons that she rose so quickly to be a gay icon. Yes. Well, that that's part of it, too, is she's like, fuck, I'm going to do whatever I want. Yeah. And I don't care. And also her featuring men and women yeah. like it in her book. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm going to do what I want. Kind of being that feminist icon of independence. And I have to give her a lot of credit, too, for really just brazenly and unapologetically showing female sexuality and feminine sexuality. And there have been a lot of instances of her performing on stage where, like, she simulates masturbating cool which is fine but she's but she also pushes it too well sometimes like she took a country's flag i forget which country i want to say puerto rico and she like was rubbing it between her legs mm-hmm. which is maybe a bit much well here's the thing though Way to is that whole group of people but when you do extreme things like that it makes the things like simulating masturbating you're just simulating masturbating right and so it makes it more accessible and acceptable than the crazy thing that you did over here like that was over the top and so i think that's actually kind of smart in terms of you have to think of her as being kind of a performance activist in a way i will say madonna is not the best singer necessarily but she's a good performer are we going to talk about evita we will talk about Evita in just a sec okay okay i do want to say like we do need to watch her music video erotic Mm -hmm. because the song is funny okay and the video now seems like so tame in comparison. Yeah, I mean, you look at some of the music videos now. But of course, like at the time in like the early mid 90s, you're like, oh my God, this is crazy. Yeah. And like MTV would like banned some videos from her and blah, 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 blah. But like in retrospect, like that's just kind of goofy looking. Yeah. Like compared to like what Nicki Minaj and like artists today can get away 100%. with. 100%. Yeah. Like Cardi B. Or even think about some of the really explicitly sexual lyrics that we have going on. I mean, we're not going to go to like WAP, but even like back years ago, like a decade ago when S&M came out by Rihanna. Oh yeah. So I think Madonna is definitely a trailblazer too in that respect. Oh, and I'm sure we're going to talk about her feud with Lady Gaga. Oh, we will. We will talk about it. All right, but let's talk about Evita first. Yes. Tell me your feelings about Evita. Okay. So we already, you tricked me into talking about my feelings genuinely about Andrew Lloyd Webber. And I'm not a fan. However, Evita is one of the what musicals that I What if he makes a like. wine? Then I will love him and talk about him. Okay. Evita, I do kind of like too. I like Evita. So first of all, I just like the actual historical story of Evita. And Fact Checker and I took a trip to Buenos Aires. <sighs> okay, and we but got is to... the musical historically accurate? It has yeah. touchstones. I mean, it fills in a lot. You don't expect the musical to be historically accurate. Really? I just like the fact that I think that Cats it... is pretty fucking accurate. I'm going to tell your boss that you said that. Um, Good luck. (laughs) I'd be like, what's cats? What I like about Evita, honestly, is the fact that, at least musically, it is very unique and honors the culture that the story comes from, Mm -hmm. where every single tongue, every single tongue, every single song is a tango. That's fun. Yeah, that's. And I think that it's a really, yeah, it's a lot of really fun songs as well. I did, when we got back from Buenos Aires, Mm -hmm. try, because we went to Eva Perón's grave as well as her home and just mm-hmm. like the whole tour of the museum where we got to see her clothes and shit 
got to watch some of the films that she acted in. Mm-hmm. And so when we got back, I was like, oh, let's watch the movie version of Evita with mm-hmm. Antonio Banderas. And I do have a soft spot for Antonio oh, Banderas. I mean, I love him in anything. Yeah. He's so sexy. He and seems like a, a nice person. Singer. He does. Yeah. We tried to watch the movie and mm-hmm. maybe like 35, 40 minutes into it with this like two and a half hour movie. It's so long. It's so long. I was like, I can't do this. I'm so sorry. I'm fine to just watch some of the highlights, like individual songs. Mm-hmm. If you want to YouTube some of these, but I cannot mm-hmm. go through this anymore. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's a lot, which I feel like you can say about a lot of Andrew Lloyd Webber's stuff. Yes. And now I will also say, much. if I were watching it with, oh, what's her name? The actress who, she was the iconic role of Evita. Camille Patty Lapone. Okay. Patty Lapone. If I were watching Patty Lapone do Evita, that would be a very different experience than watching Madonna do yeah. Evita. I'm sorry. It's just... Patti LuPone is a much better singer. Let's just be honest. She's a vocal powerhouse. And you have songs like Don't Cry For Me, Argentina. Yeah. I liked some of the sultry things that Madonna brought to some of the songs. So Madonna is not a good actress. No. Let's just say that. No. And her vocals... Are lacking. Yes. She is not a strong singer. No. She's an icon, obviously, but I think that's because of her personality and her performance. She's a, well, she's kind of along the the same lines as Cyndi Lauper. Both of them have very iconic voices that as soon as you hear it, you know what it is. And it's very well suited to the kinds of songs that they do, but they're not, it's not like you would be like, oh, you know what this person should do? A power ballad. But I I will say, I think Cyndi Lauper has more self-awareness than Madonna has. I think Madonna has zero zero self-awareness about her limitations. Do you have evidence to back this up? Her movie career. Okay, fair. (laughs) I mean. But it is a career. It is multiple movies. It is, and she was actually. You know who didn't do multiple movies? You. Mariah Carey. Oh, we will talk about that. She stopped it for one. (laughs) Okay, but Madonna did get nominated for a Golden Globe for Evita. I never understood that. Is it because she was so brave? To, to do the role that she was not suited for. It was like a pity nomination. Like, yeah. oh, you tried. Like, like you sang those songs knowing Madonna, full well that your voice is you this. putting yourself out there. Yeah. Is it a putting yourself out there Golden Globe nomination? Yes. Oh, that's kind of... It was a risky participation award. You know, actually, she had a lot of, like, troubles when she was filming Evita because she was pregnant with her first child at the time. And she was getting morning sickness. So maybe that explains some of her bad acting. Or maybe not. If it weren't so consistent across the... Was she pregnant for every single movie she's made? I'll never tell. <laughs> no, she wasn't. What, why? Are you the father? Again. Or are you trying to keep secret right now? Topher, I signed an NDA. I will get sued. We know Madonna will sue you. Even if she's in the wrong. No, so yeah, she's not a good... She's not good at acting. Okay. Let's... She's not. That's fair. Fact checker is confirming. Yeah. But yeah, so she did Evita, and that was a thing that happened in 1996. Okay. Which I do have a fond memory of right before eighth grade started going to see Evita with my friend. And like we went to the local mall and we're like all hyped up on musical energy and probably did a bunch of nerdy shit at the mall. Oh, I'm sure. I did not see Evita until I was an adult because I wasn't allowed because Madonna was in it. Mm -hmm. Um, And then I was very disappointed when I watched it. I was like, oh, there's nothing racy happening here. No, there's I mean, technically there is because of the whole mistress situation, but it's like, there's not any sex It's nothing sexual. Yeah. 
Yeah. I was exposed to Evita for the first time, probably element, late elementary, early middle school. Okay. We had a VHS that had, that was like one of the previews yeah. on it, you know? Mm-hmm. And so for a very long time, because it was only just a small snippet, you know, I thought the way that they edited it, that, um. They what? Edited it. There you go. <laughs> that Don't Cry For Me Argentina and You Must Love Me mm-hmm. were the same song. I can kind of see that. Because they, they edited it. Edited it. That's a very hard... You say it. They edited it. Thank you, Julie Andrews. You're welcome. Anyway, moving on. Yeah, I'm not one to talk about slurring. <laughs> so anyway. I'm going to go pee real quick, and then you're going to prepare the next part of her movie career that we're going to talk about. Okay. I That's expect fair. a slideshow. I expect to hear a lot of urine coming from you. All right, so Madonna gave birth to her first kid. <laughs> I love the pause. Her first, I don't know, is it going to be a cat? <laughs> oh, it was a human in 1996. Do you How know many... the kid's name? Melon. Melon. Yep, our child, Melon. Yep. Lourdes. Lourdes? She had her kid with her um, fitness instructor. So her child's name is Lourdes Leon. Can I just say? Okay. How stereotypical, Madonna, to have a freaking affair with your fitness instructor. It wasn't an affair. It was a consensual relationship. Wait, I'm sorry. Are, is your understanding of affair that it's not usually consensual? <laughs> no. Let me take that back. <laughs> I assume when you say affair that one person is already in a relationship with another person. Fling, then. Fling. She had a fling with him. And it resulted in this beautiful child. Is she beautiful? Yeah, she's actually really pretty looking. That makes sense. Yeah. She, um, I mean, her father's a fitness instructor and her mother's Madonna. Yeah, she's just like born with like weights in her hands. Yeah. She's like, Argh! She has like those really skinny muscle oh, arms. Oh, Madonna's in great shape, by the way. She's always been in great shape. Yeah. But she does have those skinny muscle arms. You know what I'm talking about? Well, I know, but she's Where it's got, like emaciated muscle But that's because she's old. When you get old, your body changes and like your fat and muscle mass get fucked up. That's weird because I'm completely the same. And Ladies, been, or, don't go through menopause. It's no good for you. Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead and unsubscribe from that. Well, also, periods aren't great either. So if there's a middle ground, okay, just be a man. I guess is what I'm saying. Just be a man. And you don't have these crazy hormones. Yeah, no. No, testosterone never messes with us. No. That's why men are in charge, right, Jeffrey? Exactly. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. That's why 100% of wars have been started by men. Right, and it's been fine. It's fine. Everything's fine. fine. Don't question it. I won't. You're the man. I default to you. (laughs) Um, Oh, no, we are in trouble. Not... With a certain demographic who's really into this and also into celebrity gossip and wine somehow, too. Yeah. I'm Y'all glad are that confused. We, I'm glad that we found that niche market. You need to sort your shit out because <laughs> I don't think we're what you think we are. <laughs> she got really into Kabbalah. Yes, I you remember, remember that. that phase in I her do life remember that. In the late phase. 90s. She was kind of one of the she was like the celebrity mainstream leader pioneers. Of yeah. She's the one that was like, yeah. that's the first time you'd heard about celebrities like, really doing it. Kabbalah, and then suddenly, what's everyone, this red string? Yeah. Yeah. And then it's like, oh, Ashton Kutcher's doing it. And like, yeah. Yeah. Ashton Kutcher, you don't know what you're doing. Hey, well, point. he doesn't do it anymore. And I love Ashton Kutcher. So he's actually like really. A good person, it seems like. So yeah. I don't know why I'm shitting on him. He's a very good person. We'll save that for a different episode, though, yeah. where it's more relevant. Anyway, so she got into Kabbalah and she did her Ray of Light. You remember that I album? I think it's Kabbalah. Like Kabbalah Harris. Yes, that's how it works. Do you remember that album, The Ray of Light? I know of it. I bought the CD. It was late 90s. Ray of Light and a Yep, sounds just like that. <laughs> I 
I'm so sorry that you paid money for that album then. That's just that me. sounds really hard for you. That's not because I sing that badly. Is that the one that had like a prayer on it? Mm-mm. Okay. Is that the one no. that had Anna Fail? Yes. That's what I was singing. Oh, that's what you were singing. Topher. You're mean. I'm not. I, that You're was a genuine a mean, question. mean, man, Topher. Well, Rachel's going to go sulk in the corner because she got her feelings hurt. I might just quiz you just right fucking now. Oh, fuck. I don't really give a kid. Okay, no, just kidding. So that's in like late 90s, early 2000s, started her British and mysticism phase. The British so, phase was even weirder to me than the mysticism phase. I lived in England for a little while. Yes. I didn't turn into a British person. I lived in Scotland. I did not start wearing fucking kilts talking about the Loch Ness Monster all the time. Right? In fairness, you, you actually do wear kilts and flash people and talk about your Loch Ness Monster all the time. That's just my schoolgirl uniform. And what I do on OnlyFans is my business. <laughs> Not yours. I'm a paid subscriber. I'm pretty sure that it's my business too. You don't pay enough. So she met her second husband, Guy Ritchie, who is an English doctor. Do you know of him? I know of him. Okay. We'll leave it. I believe you. We'll leave it there. They got married. He directed her in the film Swept Away, which she got terrible reviews Swept for. Away? Yeah, it's about Madonna and some random hot dude who gets stranded on an island. Oh, that sounds terrible. And she acts like a total fucking bitch, but then they hook up. It's a, it's no yeah. good. Were they trying to make a drama version of Overboard, basically? Kinda. Yeah, that's never gonna work. No. You don't have Goldie Hawn and Kurt Russell. Where's the magic? Yeah. Oh, no, I like, no, the real Overboard. The one with Anna Ferris. Anna? Anna, Anna, Anna Ferris. That was a terrible remake. It was so I didn't bother seeing it because it just... I watched like the first 15 minutes and thank God I didn't rent it. It was like free on whatever streaming app and ugh. You didn't go to it on Blockbuster. It was, get it I did not VHS. go to Blockbuster. Okay. But that's when she had her second child, Rocco. Modern Life? Yep. Do you know who's Rocco... Oh, wait. Let me start over. Do you know who Rocco's godfather is? Someone else we've covered. British. Pretentious. Prince quick, Philip. Quick, quick, quick. Wait, how, Lord wait. Carnarvon. <gasps> Kevin. No, it's not. Sting. Oh, wait, pretentious. Yeah. Oh. I would define Sting as pretentious. We okay. saw his video about his wine. Oh, that was pretentious. Yeah. Okay, oh. you're right. Yeah. Okay, fair enough. Interesting. Yeah. You know, when we have these conversations mm-hmm. that talk about these very intimate connections between these very wealthy, pretentious it's people. It's a small group. It kind of does give credence to the whole conservative conspiracy theory about the liberal liberal Hollywood elite. Yeah, and it's like, oh, I guess there are pockets of that. But also, you know, they're not actually like making any decisions about policy and shit. So what Topher's saying is conservative conspiracy theorists, you've been right all along. Yeah, but you're looking in the wrong place. You need to be checking out New Zealand and all the sheeple who run their (laughs) government. There we go. All right, so that was in 2000. She and Guy Ritchie were actually married for quite a while. Okay. They were married until 2008. That's an eight-year marriage. That's pretty decent. <laughs> as far as Hollywood goes. That's a great run. It's a good start. Oh, oh no. It's going to be our eight-year anniversary, me and Fat Checkers. Well, one of you has to get really rich and then have a very acrimonious divorce. And I will take sides. But you both have to fight over me first. Will the sides be consistent or is it going to nope. be like a day-to-day sort it's, of situation? It will be very arbitrary. I love that. I mm-hmm. mean, it's cons- that in itself is consistent with you. Thank you. That's so thank you for... Managing my expectations. You're welcome. So far, you're winning. <laughs> <laughs> also, have I told you how beautiful your boobs look today? Thank you. Fact checker, anything you want to say? Nope. Okay. Oh, rude fact checker. Rude. 
He gave my boobs a big thumbs down and like the rolling eyes face. Like you weren't married to me first. Well, it looks like I'm winning this divorce. Yeah. So Topher wins. He's my best friend now. Thanks. Mm-hmm. 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 All right. You remember Madonna's iconic MTV performance. Oh, where she makes out with Christina Aguilera? And? Britney Spears? Yes. Not so much as make out as like a little kiss. Like honestly, like rewatching it, like it's not that much. Man, really? Because I've never actually seen it. I just (gasps) heard about it. The way that it was talked about, it was like they fucking just went at it. Like some kind of weird lesbian porn thing. I know. What's with lesbians, right? (laughs) Lesbians kissing each other. Weird. 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 No, like it's honestly. How does that even work? Two vaginas. That's not gonna. Wait. They'll they never with their fit. vaginas? Yeah, lips. Oh. <laughs> I've been making out wrong this entire time. Well, you don't have a vagina. I do don't you? have the equipment. God damn it. That's why God said a true marriage is only between two vaginas because they have all the lips you can dream of. No, so that performance. <laughs> I like that you're limiting how many lips I can dream of. Oh, no. <laughs> Just two sets. Do you want more? I can dream of more than that, for sure. Is that a nightmare? Yeah. Or a dream? Yeah. It's a little Tim Burton-y. Like, honestly, more than that, like, how can you manage it? That's a bit much. Yeah. It's too much. Oh, no. It's another product. Oh, no. Lips for nipples. Lipples. <laughs> no. Wait, what kind? Like Lisa fa- Rinna lipples. Face? Oh, that could go either way. <laughs> it's what you want them to be. That's the that's the tagline. Yes. Lipples. It's what you want them to be. Wink. Wink. Anyway. Alright, I'm gonna cross-examine you. Yeah, because we're going off the rails. Okay, how um, do Wait, we need wine? to refill. Okay, I'm getting a little bit more aroma, but it's still not it's not that perfumey, leachy rich sort of um, thing. No, but it is going down. And you know my parameter for going down is like how quickly I can drink it. Yeah, she will not go down unless it's going to be a very <laughs> oh quick God, experience. And she likes it to be smooth. It has to go down smoothly and quickly. Otherwise, she ain't doing it. I shouldn't buy that. Otherwise, otherwise, you may as well look towards her other lips because those lips up there, they ain't doing it. Lipples. <laughs> my family listens to this. Well, not this one. Your family just got to know you very intimately. I need to put a disclaimer. <laughs> I do have a story to tell you when we're not recording, by the way. Oh, I think that you should totally tell it now. No, thank you. All right. Let's Would you like a sip of my water and then to tell me a story? Maybe. Oh, I saw a little bit of water in my, okay. in my glass. Thank you, though. Right. Thank you for sharing. Mm-hmm. You're still. Okay. Point. Point two to Topher. Yeah, I'm And then for his fact checker. Step up your game. Yeah, seriously. God damn it, fact checker. Ooh, will you get custody of me? How are we splitting this? <laughs> yes. I want to know the details. Two Christmas gifts? No. <laughs> What's a Christmas gifts? Christmas gifts. Shut up. Anyway. Fact checker wins that one because he did not mock me for Mr. He Mr. was Mr. laughing. With me. With me. Wow, the rules really are arbitrary. Yeah, let's talk about her Madonna's feuds. Okay. Are you ready? I'm ready. Okay. Lady Gaga. True. Yeah, we know she had a few with Lady Gaga. Do you know what she called Lady Gaga? Then? Reductive. Yes! Those were her words. Honestly. They've supposedly made up, but I think yeah. that's bullshit. Honestly, though, at the beginning of Lady Gaga's career, mm-hmm. I know that Lady Gaga issued some kind of statement saying that, like, 
I wasn't trying to. Oh, but she told Lady Gaga rip on your you stuff. I was trying to like pay homage. Mm-mm, 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 but she honestly, mm-mm. like, I can see where Madonna was coming from. However, since then, it's also kind of like, well, I mean, Madonna's she's a better actress than you are. Yeah, she's a better, better songwriter singer. and a better singer. Yeah. She's more fashionable. What we're saying is Lady Gaga's better. Yeah. So it sounds like yeah. maybe like Madonna's a little bit desperate and Old. reductive herself. Mm-hmm. Don't forget it. All right, so I'm going to tell you another. I'm going to tell you a series of feuds. Okay. And you tell me if they are real feuds or false feuds. Okay. This is our new cross examination for you. Dun dun. Yep. Rosie O'Donnell. Oh, feud mm-hmm. or no feud? So feud me, or no me, feud? Me, is that the name of the yeah. game? So you know they were in League of Their Own. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Madonna criticized Rosie O'Donnell's acting and said that she should stick to her mediocre stand-up. <gasps> oh. What do you say? Is that real or not? It had better. It had better be no feud because Rosie O'Donnell's a very good actress, actually. I love her. Yeah, it's no feud. Okay, thank good God. Good job. So if we're taking a little salt and up. I was about to get mad at Rosie O'Donnell. Rosie O'Donnell? I mean, Madonna. Rosie O'Donnell be better. I forgot which side I was on. Sorry. Okay. We've reached the point in the program. All right. Next one. Gwyneth Paltrow. Ooh. Despite, she's easy to have a listen, feud with. Well, I know. She's not likable. But despite... I love her, but... No, you don't. You don't stick her little jade eggs up your little holes. You don't know what I do with my holes, and how many holes do I have? You, first of all, you can't afford those bullshit things that she sells. Okay. I know that. Okay, first of Will all... Will you go into the wild ouch. and find random eggs and put them somewhere? I Maybe. thought you were to say forage for jade eggs. I'm like, I don't think that's how it works. It could be. But what if it was? <gasps> We'd be... Not... We wouldn't be rich. We couldn't find it. Let's be real. But what if we started selling freshly foraged <gasps> natural jade eggs? Are we going to start a newsletter? <laughs> Taka. Taka. For your f- freshly foraged jade eggs. No, so she and Gwyneth Paltrow, ha- they were good friends. Right. Madonna is godmother to Gwyneth Paltrow's kids. Apple. And? Pear. Nope, Moses. That Moses, second. that's right. Yeah. But Moses they had a Moses. falling out because they were fighting over a fitness instructor, Tracy Anderson. Oh my God. Ladies, leave the fitness instructors alone. You already have one child from a fitness instructor. You don't need two. Is this true or not, though? I could be bullshitting you. Tell me. What year was this? Early, late 2000s. Early, late 2000s? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This is bullshit. No, it's true. You bitch! You said that on purpose uh-huh. to try and trick me. Actually, I didn't write down the year, but that was accurate with the years. Mm-hmm. So it was either 2001 or 2099? Early, late 2000s. You know what I mean? That first decade of the 2000s. <laughs> I know. I do the same thing. Like, what do yeah. you call that? The aughts? Early aughts? Yeah, but that's stupid. I don't it like that so name. It is so stupid. It's like Alpha Gen. Okay. Ready for the next one? Let's do feud. it. Feud. Okay. So she had a feud with Roger Ebert, the movie critic. Yeah. Him. Okay. I mean, so that's I, believable. Who, because he called her acting. Reductive. No. He, he said, this is his quote, at best, her acting is passable. Yes, that happened. Nope. Really? <laughs> he did not like some of the movies she's been in, but he did not call her out specifically like that. Oh, damn. Okay, you ready for the next one? Okay. She had a feud with Mariah Carey because she called Mariah Carey, quote, not so bright. Not so bright? Mm-hmm. Meaning she she dumb. She dumb. Is that real or made up? This is hard because you, you've been tricking me a lot. Mm-hmm. My deductive reasoning skills are impaired yep and also madonna does have a history of kind of mouthing off about other people especially mm-hmm. female music artists that she feels threatened by mm-hmm. so i'm gonna say yeah it it happened yeah it's real it's oh, for, yep. for sure fucking real that said i know nothing about mariah carey's intelligence level so i can't say anything about it honestly i don't think 
You know, I have to agree with Madonna on this. I don't think Mariah Carey is a smart person. Really? Yeah. That's just, I mean, I have nothing to base this on other than just like the vibe I get from her. But Mariah Carey is sassy as shit. She is very sassy. Which I appreciate. I don't know. I think that she's, because of the sass, she's got a wit. I think that she's a savvy person. Or she's mean. Also, she's really great at her real estate empire. That's where most of her assets are. And she's Money manager, though? Financial advisor? Well, I mean, I'm a smart person. I would need one of those, too, because I don't know how that shit works. Okay. All right, next one. You ready? Ready. Whitney Houston. Ooh. Because she and Whitney were both up for the role of the person. I forget the character's name. No, the bodyguard. Oh. I forget the name of the character in the bodyguard. Yeah, yeah, They're basically playing a famous thing. But Whitney Houston was playing Whitney Houston. But they were both up for the role. Whitney Houston no. got it. So Madonna just got super fucking pissed off at her and just like continued to just like talk shit about her in every interview. The soundtrack was written death. for Whitney Houston. So unless that happened after, then... could have been rewrites are a thing. I'm gonna say no. No, you're right. Okay, you made that up. I don't know why I keep sighing in relief. Like there's like some like huge thing at stake right like, now if I get this question wrong. Well, I will stop you if you get it wrong. What's well, it's going to streamline You've the whole divorce like... process for you, at least. You're going to know who gets custody <laughs> oh, fuck, of you. Oh, fuck, I can't do that, right? Yeah, I really want you guys to fight over me, so I won't, I won't kill you. I have to rescind my murder. Well, I'm glad that your selfish reasons leave me to live another day. You're welcome. All right, last one. Okay. Oh, no, second to last. Sorry, I've got, I've got two more. So Elton John and Madonna have been feuding for years. And it started off when she recorded a James Bond song for Pierce Brosnan and James Bond in like late 90s, early 2000s-ish time. Uh, uh, and he was basically like, that song is shit. You're stupid. I don't like you, Madonna. Die another day. Live to die another I think it is day. die another day. Yeah. What do you And say? it was weird because like right after that is when she did, even like got however many seconds to save the world. What? Is it four? Four minutes? Four minutes. That was the song with Justin Timberlake. Yeah. yeah. Tick tock, tick tock, tick tock. Yeah. And so what did Elton John say about her? He just said like she's shit and she's overrated and like he's just been like just a sassy asshole about her. Mm. On the one hand, I actually can see them being best friends. On mm-hmm. the other hand, I can see him saying something like that, like getting drunk one day. And- All right. So what are you going to say? I'm going to say no. Oh, really? That's real. That's fucking real. I love it. I love you, Elton John. Yeah, honestly, I think he's right. I have to give point to Elton John there. Yeah. Ooh, he should make a wine. Uh, yeah. Yeah, make a wine, Elton John. I would drink it. I mean, he already has his line of poppers, so. Tiffany, I can't with you. All right, final question. Madonna and Cher have also been feuding. Cher will feud with anybody and okay. she will win. But listen. This is an unfair question. But Madonna and Cher have been feuding for a long time as well. Cher has said about Madonna, she's not talented. She's not beautiful. But she is rude. End quote. Honestly, that sounds like something that Cher would say. And I'm going to say yes. 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 I love Cher so much. She does not take shit. No. She doesn't give a single fuck. She really doesn't. Cher, also make a wine. Seriously, Cher. We'll drink your wine. Please make a wine. That's fine. I have zero bad to say about Cher. Same. She can do whatever the fuck she wants. Yeah. She's fucking hilarious. I love her. Yeah. So Cher is like, she doesn't give a shit. She'll say whatever she wants. Yeah. So anything else from this wine other than this wine flavored wine? I'm going to say it's not a fantastic form of Gewürztraminer. 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 Liederhosen. It's not a fantastic 
version of it in the sense that it it doesn't have that perfume that I look forward to. Also, <sighs> yeah. So Gewürz means spice. Mm, no spice. Yeah, and that can mean like peppery spice or herb spice, but typically no, it's nothing, herb spice. Nothing. And there's not a really a whole lot of this. There is that pear note coming mm-hmm. through still that's really nice. But it's it's more fruity than it is anything else. And I wanted to have layers to this. I actually mm-hmm. really love Gewürztraminer when it's well done. A little pairing note for you listening mm-hmm. at home. Gewürztraminer is a fantastic pairing. And this actually would work really well for this too, for like spicy Thai food. Oh, I can or, see that. Or yeah. spicy Cajun food. Spiced okay. food with these off dry wines, it cleanses your palate and complements that spice. And helps honestly, you yeah, I can see this better. going really well with some curry. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it would be amazing. So um, you haven't even gotten into her feud with Tim Curry. Just kidding. I was about to say, why would you like? But that would be that? delightful that if that were true, wouldn't it? Yeah, this wine is like, again, my parameters for wine are like, can I drink it? And the answer is usually yes. Yeah, it's not memorable. It's not memorable. I would like it, honestly, if it were a bit drier. The way that they describe it on the back of the bottle is deceptive. It's not. It doesn't taste like the description. Um, you know what I think this would be good? If you, like, froze it into cubes and put it into, like, a better white wine to keep it chilled. But then but then the shitty white wine is going to let me live my life. Okay. That's a point to fact checker because he says I will allow to do that at weekends. Are you, will you allow it to do it? <laughs> yeah. Fact checker says, it's cool if I drink. It doesn't matter if I'm 21 or not. So while we finish up our last little bits. What do you want to know about Madonna? I want to know about you, actually. (gasps) Oh. I want to know what your favorite Madonna song is and why. You know, that's a good question. I really do like the Cherish video because there are mermaids in it. I don't know this video or this song. Cherish my heart. Da-na-na-na. There are mermaids, okay. male mermaids. Let those me are that. those are not mermaids. Those are merbutlers, mer servants. <laughs> That's cute. Merbellets. You, you know what? I don't. Mm-hmm. You're asking me a question, and I don't know if I have a good answer because, truthfully, I don't think I like Madonna's music really? as much as I just know it. So there aren't any Madonna songs that come on, and you're like, "Oh yeah, don't change the channel right now." Like no, I want like, to. I'm, they're fun. Like I'm not gonna say like they're not fun songs. Good karaoke songs. Great karaoke songs. Because her voice isn't spectacular, so any range you have, you can pretty much do it. Mm-hmm. As I've shown. And yet. <laughs> and yet, what's your favorite Madonna song? So to like sing along with when I'm like in the car alone mm-hmm. or like whatever, I love "Like a Prayer." Like a person. I really love that the song. The video caused controversy, as you would imagine. Yes. I like that song because there's moments of really fun, not quite ballady, but that sort of feel. Mm-hmm. Then it goes in straight up dance, pop. Yeah, yeah, dance. Yeah, yeah it's really, I would really say fun. that's a fun song. What's your favorite Madonna fact that I've told you? Fact that you've told me so How far. How well have you been listening um, to me, Tiffany? Not would, at all. I would say there are two. Okay. One, just to prove that I was listening, mm. hearkening back. The fact that she had a child with her fitness instructor, because that's, honestly, that's reductive, Madonna. Ooh, okay. That's, that's stereotypical. It's reductive. Mm. It's been done so many times before. Who else has done it? Name one. Every board housewife has an affair with her fitness instructor. Well, that's fair. Yeah. It's, it's trite, the, is what I'm it's saying. It's usually the tennis instructor, though. Well, depending on where you are. Maybe your community doesn't have a tennis court. Then you're not a real board housewife. I guess you're not. Mm. Well, 
Hmm. Mark Cherry, you should have written Madonna's life better. Shut up. My actual favorite one, though, is hmm. the feud with Cher. Just because yeah, I, it's pretty amazing. Because I'm definitely on Team Cher. <laughs> let, me, let me tell you. So Madonna's also had other controversy in her life. She's adopted four of her children mm. from the country of Malawi in Africa. Mm-hmm. And they were all controversial adoptions because that country has very specific adoption rules and laws. And she's just been like, ah, I'm rich. Here's money. And okay. she got four kids out of that, which I think is a little. Mm. It's it's problematic also because you have to think about when you're adopting children from a completely different country, a completely different culture. Mm-hmm. If you are not finding ways to mm-hmm. connect them with their roots and their culture, then it's a and very I'm, weird I'm white I'm savior. It is a vid- it is very white savior. Yeah. And she kind of went on the record like, well, I'm adopting a kid from a shitty situation, so why are people criticizing me? Which on the one hand, okay, yeah, I, I do see that viewpoint. Like you're giving a child a loving home, fine. A living home. A loving home. Oh, I thought you said a living home. Well, like, the walls are alive. Well, she's not making them to zombies. There's so. black mold everywhere. Oh, that's bad. No. But on the other hand, yeah, it is very... I'm the white person going in and fixing these black people's lives. Mm, that's and a problem. Obviously, in cases like this, and, you know, I think we talked about this a little bit with Angelina Jolie. Mm-hmm. The children that are being rescued from these horrible conditions are obviously getting a better life. But also, I'd be getting a better life if they adopted me as well because it's a very privileged life. Well, but the thing is, that it's pri- like... Well, I think privilege doesn't necessarily mean better. But that's what Financially they're... Financially better, sure. That's what they're Fine. equating yeah. with better life. Yeah, that's and that's, my that's thing. I think, is an issue too. Yeah. And because too, in a lot of these developing countries, if children are in an orphanage, it doesn't mean that their biological family is dead and gone necessarily. Yes. It so could like mean her that first child, Dave, that she adopted had a biological father who was alive and around, mm. but who could not care for his son. Somebody yeah. else was like, well, I'm going to adopt you. So I'm like, mm, why don't you just try to help that family? Yeah. Like live a good life together. Yeah. There's a lot of that too. And <laughs> also, yeah. and also if here's the thing too, let's say that I'm super fucking rich mm-hmm. and I end up adopting a child from a very poor underprivileged orphanage in some really poor country where mm-hmm. the conditions are really terrible. Mm-hmm. If I do that, I feel like it's like, I'm not a good person because I did a one and done situation. Like it's up so to me now. So you have to adopt four kids like she did? No, but I, I should be donating money to this orphanage and trying to help See, them. I don't know. I don't know if there's a right answer to it. It's a very convoluted issue. Yeah, it, it is. But I think also to like her stance has very much taken the white savior stance, yeah. which is an issue. So there's, um, so that's not a fun fact about Madonna. <laughs> well, here's a fun fact for okay. you about Madonna. It's a connection at least. Ooh. So recently, you know that I have this thing where I like look at real estate constantly Fantasy real estate, basically. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So there is this place called the Palazzo something something in Rome. Mm. It's the largest residence in Italy. Is this just the Vatican? It's not the Vatican. Well, outside, Damn it, it's well, over. But the Vatican's its own country. Could so you just be that the doesn't Pope? count. But it's, but it is, it's two-thirds the size, the size of... The what? <laughs> two-thirds the size there you go. of St. Peter's Basilica. Ooh. Oh, wow. That's big. It's huge. For one person? It's a privately owned thing. Okay. Yeah. So it turns out the people who own it now, they were adopted as babies. Mm. They're not related to each other by blood. They were just two 
British orphans who were adopted. Do they have a weird incestuous relationship? No, they don't. All right. Mm. And also it wouldn't be incestuous because they're not actually related. Missed opportunity. Yeah. But they were adopted by this family in England where the wife was an Italian princess. And she's the one who has this palace. Mm. So it got passed to them when they died. When they died. Well, when the, the husband and the wife died, obviously. Okay, like, now, yeah. like, they died as child ghosts and they <laughs> no. inherited a palace. <laughs> That'd be an amazing story, though. So this brother and sister... Who were they, ghosts. Yep, yeah. got it. So they inherited this palace, mm-hmm. and now there are separate apartments they have because they're feuding, so they divided <gasps> the palace up. Ooh, you and Fact Checker do this, please. As part of your acrimonious divorce. You just want to skip from side to side. Yeah, I do. Yeah. Honestly, yeah. But the guy, though, the son, is gay, mm-hmm. and he married this guy, and they adopted a child together, mm-hmm. and now they're in this huge lawsuit where it's the sister, the adopted sister, is trying to say that they can't <gasps> give inheritance to the adopted child, and it's like, you were adopted. Like, both of that's, you were fucking that's, adopted. Yeah, that's all bullshit. You can't do that. Yeah. But anyway, mm-hmm. my whole point is, this palace in Rome that's fucking massive, it's the biggest private residence in Italy outside of the Vatican, Uh popes were in that family. And so they used to come and reside there. And so there's a papal throne (gasps) and Madonna has been to several parties there. Uh, This was in the article that I was just reading a couple of days ago. Yeah. And so he was like offhandedly, he's giving a tour to this fashion magazine and he's like, oh, and this is the papal throne. Madonna loves to sit there when she comes and visits. (gasps) That's incredible. Yeah. I need to pee real quick, but that's incredible. (laughs) You talk while I pee, not in front of you. I will go to the restroom. I think that we are this at a place where we really should... This wine really makes you pee. We can edit that out, but I will say that. <laughs> That's Rachel's hot take. I'm normally not the one who pees during recordings, but man. But man, today. Today. Today she sure was. Mm-hmm. Yep. So let me real quick before we give our verdict. Okay. Talk to you about my favorite thing about Madonna. Yep. The movie Body of Evidence. Oh, yeah. You were to tell me about From 1993. Fact checker, have you seen it? You two need to go home and watch it tonight. Is she a corpse? No. She, okay. So Willem Dafoe is the defense attorney married to Julianne Moore. Fuck. 1993? Yes. Okay, so this is like early on Julianne Moore. Julianne Moore is in it probably about five minutes total. Yeah, okay. But he ends up defending Madonna, who's his client, who's on trial for murdering her lover, husband, whoever. It's an erotic drama thriller. Oh, shit. So basically they wanted to and do... They, and they fuck each other in the film. What's the Sharon Stone movie? It's like Basic Instinct. Yeah. yeah. So they were trying to do a Basic Instinct Kind of, thing, but, like, but there's, before Basic but there's Instinct. But one, there's one scene in this film where they're like passion. They're making out in a parking garage, which is not a sexy place. Eh. No, it's not. It's it not. depends. No, it's not. And they decide they're going to have sex. Have you ever sex. had sex in a Bentley in a parking garage? No, and nor did they. Because they decide they're going to have sex. I haven't either, just to be clear. On his car. Not in it, but on his car. On the, like, hood? Yes. But she smashes, like, the light. And there's, like, shards of glass. So it's, like, sexy and dangerous. Oh, no. Yeah, exactly. Way to make an uncomfortable situation also really scary. Plot twist. Madonna tries to kill Willem Dafoe in it. Because she's the murderer the whole time. Rachel, spoilers. I did not see that coming. Well, and Julianne Moore finds out about it. And she is not happy about their affair. She has things to say. She she has things. She wrote to share and she was like, I need you to take this woman out. And she's like, fuck her. Yeah. And my second favorite Madonna fact. She was going to work with a music producer, David Gerda. 
I don't know. Guerta? Guerta. Guerta. Yeah. Um, and they were talking and like talking about music and music things. Mm. I don't know how it works. But she asked him his zodiac. Half notes and shit. Yeah. She asked him his zodiac sign and he said Scorpio. And she's like, I'm not going to work with you. <gasps> and as a Scorpio, as is fact checker, that's a good call, Madonna. <laughs> <laughs> no, just kidding. That's mean. That's mean. Scorpios have feelings too. I'm sure he cried. I don't think he really cared that much. He seems to be doing just fine. I'm sure he got money out of it. Telling a story. My favorite Madonna fact. Okay. We weren't asking, but okay. Is cone boobs. Oh, cone boobs. You know what era was the cone boobs? The 50s. <laughs> well, technically, yes. Oh, what it's era the Egyptians, of Madonna? triangles. <laughs> pyramid boobs. Pyramid boobs. Oh, pyramid bras. Trademark. God, this is like not so much a podcast as it is like us just spitballing really boob amazing. <laughs> Why are they all boob related? That's our theme. That's the subtext of our podcast. Welcome to True Boobs Against Wine. Against boobs. Because <laughs> none of these seem very boob friendly, honestly. True boobs against women. Yeah. That sounds right. Yeah. All right, so let's finish this. Okay, let's go. All right, one, two, three, go. Go. Oh my God, you fell for that. That's hilarious. I said it. Oh, you don't have to try to trick me. I'll do it. I will gulp it down. All right, Topher, what do you say? Uh, are we doing individual? Sure. Yeah, I'm going to say you're fucking guilty of some crimes against wine right here. Agreed. This Madonna's is... dad, but Madonna by proxy. Sins of the Fathers, am I right? Right. Ooh, maybe that's the name of the episode. <gasps> Ooh. Or Papa Don't Drink This Gewürz Demeanor. Yes! Fact checker, write that down. Okay, he's not. He's just yeah. giving us the middle finger. It's it's not <laughs> fantastic. Um, it's not bad. Let's clarify. It's not bad. Okay. Okay, we differ on this. I just feel like it It drinks as though it's local wine in the sense that I went up to North Georgia, which does not have a great reputation it for wine. It like and... the better quality yellowtails. Oh, that's a guilty right yeah, there. Yeah, I'm standing by the guilty. Like, it's, it's a drinkable wine. It's drinkable. Like, I'm not dead right now. No, we're not poisoned. Yet. Yeah, we still haven't eaten yet. It's just we'll not, see. it's just not great. It's, if you're going to be... If you're going to be Madonna's dad, make <laughs> it better, better wine. Then be better. No, but if you're going to try and do a very classic German-style wine in a climate that is supposed to be ideally suited for that, then that that brings I... me down to, like, your winemaking techniques were not up to par. Yeah, I've, I've got to drink out of my silly and agree with you on this. Yeah. Your lopsided boobs were definitely just now saying correct. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Honestly... Not terrible wine. I'll drink it. I would not pay it wasn't for it again. I would, I would not yeah. spend money on it in the future. Yeah. If I did, it would be because you were having us over to have a spicy Thai curry kind of situation. But would you buy this one or a better one? I would. I mean, I would buy do a better, a better one, one for the same or similar price. But you know what? I will say. What was the price? <sighs> we're in serious you spent debt. $1 million on this? Um, I did not. You did. I stole your identity. I'm so sorry. God, I've got to stop getting those hits on my credit. Yeah. You should stop telling me your credit card information and like the street you grew up on. And your childhood stop. Pet. Won't stop. I will say, you know what? I had fun talking about an icon with you. I did too. And becoming better friends. Same. And it wasn't as gay of an episode as I would have imagined that a Madonna um, episode being. Okay. But I think most of our episodes are pretty gay. 
Thank Can you. Can you argue against that? <laughs> no. <laughs> I mean, I'm here. Yeah. I mean, that's our vibe. A lot of boob talk. Um, no, I agree with you. I, I I enjoyed this thoroughly. And I think that, honestly, friendship was the treasure in the bottle the entire time. It was. <gasps> was it at the bottom of the bottle? Is that the prizing one? Oh, my God. Oh, yay for us. Okay, good job. Okay, bye. Bye. I felt like a Muppet. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>